the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money and Nam Fawn of also Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. The certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is Monopoly Game Trivia. We all like the game Monopoly, right? Yeah. Might have a shot today. Well, I think it came out from uh, 1936 when the Depression happened. I think that's when Parker Brothers came out with it. Um, So now the first thing we want to start off with, uh, this past weekend and still going on now, uh, we're recording a little early um, this week, but uh, devastating fires in Northern California and definitely our thoughts go out to everyone who's been affected. I, I know of at least two families personally who have lost their homes. Well, we're generally a real estate show here and talk about real estate investing, and a lot of folks lost their home. In fact, I heard a horrible story this morning of a family that uh, my daughter knows that lost their home in that big fire two years ago that was up in Lake County, right? Oh, yeah. and then yeah. lost their current home Oh my gosh. this past week Jeez. Oh, uh, in Santa Rosa. Yeah, it is... It is terrible. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of conversations I'm sure you all out there are having as well. It's like we've got uh, we have the hurricanes uh, in, yeah. uh, in Florida. Then we had another one in the devastated Cuba. Then we've got uh, the, Mexico. The, well, what happened in Las Vegas, which, yeah. of course, we don't want right. to get into because that's a horrible story. Uh, and then now we've got the wildfires out here uh, in, in California. And, uh, you know, it's interesting when, when things like this, events like this happen, it tends to make people very conservative when it comes to making decisions, which include yeah. investments. And I think back to 2008, shortly after I started Pacific Private Money uh, in the summer of 2008, then October came around and we had the whole financial meltdown yeah. where Lehman Brothers and the stock market crashed and all kinds of stuff. And, and I just started my own private lending practice after working in private lending with another firm for about a year and a half. And I remember um, shortly after that happened, many of my then note investors were saying basically the same thing. And what it amounted to was, you know, what? I, I think I'm going to sit on the sidelines yeah. for a bit and see how this shakes out. Now, we're not talking about necessarily an economic event here, although um, it does have economic um, – uh, it, it, it does have uh, – 
parts of, of you know, the economy are going to be impacted by this. In fact, many parts of the economy are being impacted in both a negative and then a positive way going into the future uh, as all contractors and yeah. rehabbers and, and all the money that comes in to, to rebuild. That's certainly going to be a positive thing. But but still, nonetheless, you know, we're at a point now where, where people are going, well, maybe maybe it's time to get a little bit more conservative. And I will tell you that um, as a person, as a fund manager who runs uh, a debt fund, uh, and I, I know a lot of people are, are a little bit nervous about real estate in general, about uh, yeah. um, being an equity investor in real estate or not being able to find uh, uh, real estate investments that make sense because of the pricing. And then you've got the stock market that continues to go up. And if you're in stocks, you've, you've had a really good run the last two years. But, you know, what's the upside? What's the potential for the From future? From this point forward. From this point right, forward, yeah. right. You've got to look, you know, you're always looking forward. You know, what's 2018 look like? And so far, the tea leaves would indicate that real estate seems to be a fairly steady, although we don't know how much more appreciation we're going to get. And again, prices are pretty high right now. So we're really liking um, lending yeah. as yep. an investment well, strategy well, well, and debt ask, funds. Let, let me ask you, and not trying to be insensitive to anybody, but um, I, I got to think that you've had at least a few investors call to find out how safe their investment more is, than so just a few so yeah. this past week we had phone calls and emails asking you know about the portfolio in our primary fund the pacific private money fund which many of you uh listeners have heard us talk about before so we've got 85 uh loans in the fund secured by 85 properties and we did take a peek at uh, uh of course at the list of loans in Napa, Sonoma, and Santa Rosa, the affected areas. And as it turns out, we have a lot loan uh, that was impacted, but because it was on land, uh, it wasn't the necessarily devaluation. Um, but it brings up a good point in that, um, you know, there's a lot of insurable types of calamities that happen in California. Um, oftentimes we get questions like about earthquake insurance. Do you guys have earthquake insurance? Well, Sometimes we do. We don't require it as a lender, but as a lender, we do require hazard insurance, and hazard insurance always includes fire. So uh, uh, any good lender worth his salt is um, on top of and has a department that's on top of making sure that all of the loans, uh, all of the, the homes that your loans are secured by have adequate insurance, have adequate fire insurance coverage, and the time to find out that you don't yeah. is not after not an event right like, like happens. So, so after a fire, what's the next step from your standpoint as a fund manager? If, if there is, let's say, a house that you lent on that burnt to the ground. Well, generally, uh, we would have uh, coverage as uh, mortgagee loss payee is what it's called. And so we would have, uh, we would have coverage that would uh, give the opportunity oftentimes to the um, insured to pay our loan off or uh, we would negotiate with uh, the borrower and their insured to allow them to rebuild uh, again we haven't been through that process before but you know we would we would defer to our excellent uh, legal counsel who is uh, um, very up on private lender law and collateral law. So these are things that, uh, you know, one thing for certain uh, companies like Pacific Private Money, we're, we're very concerned about the human uh, element. And so we would work with the families. But, but at least uh, from the financial end, you wouldn't be hurt because the fire insurance is going to at least cover your loan. That's exactly right. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to go to our first commercial break. We are talking Monopoly Game Trivia here. 
Remember Monopoly? Okay. In the B&O Railroad, remember there's four railroads, B&O. What does yep. B and O stand for? <laughs> hmm. It's not B-O, it's B-and-O, okay? <laughs> call call, Ada, call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that free tanning certificate. Again, here's the question. In the game Monopoly, in B-and-O Railroad, what does B-and-O stand for? Don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon. First trivia question was again, we're talking Monopoly all day today. Remember Monopoly in the B and O Railroad? What does B and O stand for? I have no clue. Having a clue. Baltimore and Ohio. I didn't know that either. Baltimore and Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. that was a railroad there. Um, but we want to make a quick mention here. Okay, you guys teased me a couple weeks ago about Go Girl, right? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, I know it's a pink it's little drink. Can. Go Girl. Yeah. Go Girl, yeah. Go Girl. <laughs> okay, so it's, you know, those like those sugary energy drinks mm-hmm. that either taste nasty or have too much sugar and they make her crash afterward? Well, I got to tell you, Go Girl doesn't do that. It's this pink drink. I mean, it's it's pink in the can, it's pink in the thing, and yeah, I'm a guy, and I love it. Um, <laughs> just, tab doesn't do that to you either? No, Tab does not do that to me. Okay, because it, it's, uh, it's uh, the original drink, it's sugar-free, and uh, it tastes very good. It only has five calories per can, and mm. it's not very expensive, and there's no crash afterwards. So it's, I mean, it's got the best of all worlds, and go to most grocery stores, they carry it. I know Safeway does. And if you're manly enough... If uh, you're manly enough to drink yeah, a pink right. drink, you go, you go. You go, girl. Get you go, pack. girl. <laughs> I get six-pack. <laughs> That's great. I like that. Okay. So, uh, Mark, you know, we were starting to talk on the very beginning about the devastating fires in uh, Northern California and how a lot of times people will now reflect on being conservative with their in, investments during catastrophes. Um, let's continue on with being conservative. Right. So in a, in a major catastrophic event, whether it's economic or in this case, we've got uh, Mother Nature wreaking havoc, um, people will oftentimes um, get conservative uh, or even worse, they will revert to indecision um, and not make any choices. And so um, you know, what I like to talk a little bit about is if you are looking to be a little bit more conservative for a lot of very good reasons uh, looking forward, you know, one being that we've been in a very long business cycle and we've been in a very long real estate cycle, historically speaking. Uh, and, you know, if you believe that, you know, what's the next shoe to drop? You know, we've had these, you know, um, uh, Mother Nature uh, events and, and, you know, do are we looking at maybe a stock market correction imminently or some turn in the economy, you know, what can I do with my investments that would be uh, more conservative in nature if I'm concerned about, you know, equities and prices. And that's one of the reasons why we're big promoters of debt funds, uh, also known as mortgage pool funds. And at Pacific Private Money, we have several debt funds, but our primary fund is, we call it the Pacific Private Money Fund. And we've been talking about it on the show for years now. In fact, we've been talking about it for four years because yeah, the shows, the, the funds, uh, we launched the fund about four and a half years ago. And in that four years, we've been pretty consistently producing a yield net to our investors right around 8%, sometimes a little bit above, sometimes a little bit below. It fluctuates because we do, um, you know, 
a monthly distribution, a monthly uh, profit calculation. We distribute the profits every month. It has a starts out with a share price of a thousand dollars, and it grows as the interest income or other incomes come in, and we distribute that income every month. And it's conservative in nature because we only make loans with the money in that fund, and we only loan to a certain value that we believe is conservative, seventy percent loan-to-value or loan-to-purchase price or less. And in fact, the weighted average of all of the 85 loans in the fund today stands at right around 55% loan-to-value. So you've got a relatively conservative fund. You're, you know, we're not an equity investor. We're not uh, reliant on the real estate prices continuing to appreciate. In fact, if uh, real estate prices flatten out or if real estate prices even begin to dip a little bit uh, next year, which I'm not predicting, but let's say they do. Let's say it all of a sudden goes from a seller's market to a buyer's market. And when it happens, it's going to happen quickly and it's not going to be generally anticipated, which is usually mm-hmm. how these markets, uh, how these changes typically occur. But we're not concerned about that because we're lending, we're, our, our loans are collateralized by the real estate at conservative loans to value. And, and yes, we, we care that our borrower clients um, are able to execute the strategy that they intended to do when they borrowed from us, borrowed one of our, what, are general, what are generally speaking to be short-term real estate loans that we make to real estate investors and uh, consumers looking to buy homes. Um, you know, we're not, uh, we're not really impacted by the trend of real estate pricing, whether it's going up, going down, or whether it's flat. Is that because it's such short-term in nature? Well, that's one reason. Uh, um, you know, one, one reason is because we're conservative on a loan to values, number one. Number two is because, as you just said, Edward, it's because our loans are short-term. And because if you recall, the real estate market crash wasn't really a crash. It started in 2007 and bottomed out sometime in 2010 or 11. So you had this downturn that was over a three- or four-year period. It didn't all happen uh, overnight. Uh, Housing did not lose valuation of 50% in those markets that did go down that that far. Uh, That did not happen in 12 months, didn't happen in 24 months. It took a while for that to happen. And so we tend to make 12-month loans that get paid off in less than a year. People use our money for a, basically for like a bridge loan. You've heard the term bridge loan out there, and it means different things to different lenders, but it's generally used by the public to mean, I just need a short-term loan. I just need a a bridge to an event that's going to happen. I'm going to sell the property, or I'm going to refinance conventionally, or I'm, you know, I'm going to win the lottery or something. (laughs) That one we typically don't use as a lending uh, (laughs) lending (laughs) guideline. Yeah, that's not, that's not a viable exit strategy. We look for a viable exit strategy. We're all about making short-term loans secured by real estate to people who have a short-term need for our money. And that's why we consider the Pacific Private Money Fund to be a relatively conservative fund. And so for more information on how that works, uh, give us a call. We do webinars, we do live events, and of course you can call us anytime and we'll email you information about the Pacific Private Money Fund. We're at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Go to the invest page. And when we come back, NomFon is going to give us a deal of the week, kind of gives an explanation as to the type of loans that Pacific Private Money makes and how investors can uh, participate in those. All right, here's our second trivia question about the game Monopoly. We all know Boardwalk and Park Place are the most expensive on the board, but which two are the least expensive? Remember? It's right, right after Go, one, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that five-pack tanning certificate. 
So here's our uh, question. We all know Boardwalk and Park Place are the most expensive on the board, but um, they were talking Monopoly. Which two are the least expensive? All right. So don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money, your lenders in town. Okay, uh, Boardwalk, excuse me, um, Monopoly. We all know Boardwalk and Park Place are the most expensive on the board, but which two are the least expensive? Is Baltic one of them? Baltic uh, Avenue, and oh, the, the cheaper one is just before that. Mediterranean. Remember, oh, Mediterranean. Mediterranean no. Avenue. Okay. Uh, so, Nam, excuse me, um, we want to ask you for the uh, deal of the week uh, because we want to basically uh, explain to the audience, you know, why, you know, Mark was saying that, you know, he's been able to pay the investors around 8%. And so right. I'm thinking, well, if you're, you obviously don't do this for free, you got to be charging more than that, you know, like what kind of people are borrowing from you? So sure. give, give us an example of the deal of the week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, something you were talking about earlier, Mark was with, uh, you know, bridge loans, something we do very often. So deal of the week uh, this week was a purchase bridge. However, um, it's a purchase bridge with a cross. And on top of that was a short sale. So we don't see that many short sales mm. uh, these days. We used to see a lot more. I assume you're not yeah. talking the uh, church. You said it's got a cross. <laughs> right. No. No. There, that means there's another property involved. Two properties. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. So uh, the purchase price on this was 550 but we made a loan of 575 So actually, it was 105% of the purchase price. Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, there's more to it. <laughs> yeah, Mark's going, wait a minute, this is, this is my company, and what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oops, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission, right? Um, we'll talk about that later. No, but seriously. So in this case, it was a short sale. Uh, the loan was uh, made above the purchase price, um, partially to cover the fees of the short sale. Mm -hmm. okay. But in this case, the reason why we were able to do a, a loan of 105% was that the borrower also bought in another property that they used for collateral or equity. So they had another property that was free and clear that had enough equity to cover making a loan that was more than 100% of the target purchase price. Exactly. Gotcha. So for us, um, you know, if the combined loan to value of the properties being crossed um, is 70% or less, okay. then oftentimes that's the gives us the green light to be able to make a loan up to an, you know up to 100% of the purchase price or more in this case. The uh, combined loan to value on this particular scenario is 53%. So there was that's a lot awesome. of equity. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the 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 house that the lady was living in to begin with was worth 500 and something thousand and purchased another property of 500 and something thousand and and so you lent her a little over that 500 to cover the purchase of the new house but she put up both properties as collateral exactly and so I the, get it. the both properties value combined was a million 81 and, and as far uh, as we know no banks will make this type of loan right they won't they generally say no to a application that would a loan application that would require them to cross two properties versus just one. And Correct. here's the funny thing is that, uh, you know, I know we've talked in the past about uh, loans that you've done where someone lives in a house, wants to purchase a new house, hasn't sold the old house. And a lot of reason, a lot, a lot of times the banks won't lend because a person doesn't qualify for two mortgages. Right. In this case, yeah. they only have to qualify for one because the first one was free and clear. That's exactly. the existing house. Yeah. And yet the bank wouldn't fund 
because you're making a loan of more than a hundred percent of the target of property. the target, right? And that's yeah. what's really—it's really important to to understand the difference. We solve for making loans when our loan is collateralized at seventy percent of market value or less. We can do that by combining two or more properties. So we can do one hundred percent or even more than a hundred percent of the target purchase price. We can loan you. Uh, so. While we can say we can do 100% target financing, it's not actually doing 100% financing per se because as from a lender's point of view, we have sufficient collateral, and that's what we always solve for. And just to add to that, too, I mean, we did a, you and I did a presentation to the Marin Association of yes, Realtors uh, earlier this week. And whenever we, we tell the story, and we can't tell it fast enough, uh, oftentimes the realtors in this case, they're like, wow, I didn't realize there was a, a solution for somebody whose home is on the market and they're looking to purchase and you know the, they can't the timing of the two doesn't allow for them to be able to close on both and use the proceeds from you know from their first home towards the purchase yeah it's interesting because it's, it's not like we're like you know bending space here or doing something that's like completely <laughs> yeah. unheard of yet when we do these presentations in front of realtors and mortgage brokers they 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 don't they don't realize that this product is available and they don't realize it's, it's, it's available because they may have some in-house, you know, so-called hard money people, or they might have a go-to company that for hard money for investment purposes, but most private lenders, most alternative finance providers will not do anything uh, on the owner occupied side of the lending spectrum because of the additional licensing and all the new uh, predatory lending acts. They, they either believe they can't do it legally or they just haven't spent the time to get the proper licensing and the education. And of course, we've done that at Pacific Private Money and we're one of a handful of lenders in the Bay Area that know how to, um, uh, how to be compliant with Dodd-Frank and RESPA and TRID and all those really ugly things that, <laughs> that make lending much more difficult today than it was 10 years ago. Uh, in some ways, that's a good thing. Right. Uh, and so it's actually been a, a silver lining for Pacific Private Money because we actually decided a number of years ago that we were going to focus on learning how to properly and legally continue to make loans on owner-occupied properties, and we found that many in the industry, uh, the alternative lending industry, the private lending industry, the hard, lending, hard money lending industry, whatever, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same thing, many of those guys decided that they were no longer going to make loans uh, on owner-occupied homes because of all the new predatory lending uh, laws. So, you know, that's, that's just amazing to us that we can go to these events uh, and find out that mortgage brokers and realtors, you know, aren't aware of our product. So, that's that's kind of you know what we do in the company is you know we're marketing like crazy yeah <laughs> that people just, know hey it's an option for your client right and if you ever want us to present if you're a realtor or mortgage broker mm -hmm. listening yeah um, we're happy to do a lunch and learn bring lunch to your office and during your your lunch hour we can give you a presentation on what you can do with private money um, yeah because you can save a lot of transactions that the realtor might have or mortgage broker would have lost and just had to say no. Right, right. And in this kind of market, uh, especially for the borrower, there aren't that many opportunities um, to get into a property just because the housing market's still pretty pretty uh, hot and inventory is low. So you want to exhaust all avenues for getting that, uh, getting that purchase. And stuff. even for the bankers out there who are thinking, well, unfortunately, Mr. Borrower can't qualify with me. And rather than just saying no, 
they might as well refer to you because you'll end up referring it back to the bank. Right, for the refinance. Yeah, once they get it. Right, we don't compete yeah. with banks and mortgage brokers. We are a short-term solution, and we have a refer and recapture program with mortgage brokers that they will always get, uh, they will always retain their client. They will always have the opportunity to take them out because we actually are not in the conventional financing business. Uh, and so we don't compete with mortgage brokers. You know, and some private lenders uh, have competing conventional products too. So, yes. you know, we, we don't. We specialize just in private money and uh, we don't compete with banks. Okay. When we come back, uh, we've got a couple of interesting emails for both Mark and uh, Nam talking about uh, why it's so difficult to find individual notes and investing in the fund. Uh, how quickly does the money get you? Uh, you utilized. Thank you. <laughs> okay, here's our last trivia question about Monopoly. This one's a little bit easier. What is the largest bill denomination in Monopoly? Mm. Remember? They've got yeah, all kinds of different that. bills. Remember what colors they are and all that? Okay, that's our that's our trivia question. Call 888-912-1190. Answer this question. What is the largest bill denomination in the game Monopoly? If you're the first caller with the answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. Call 888-912-1190. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Last trivia question that we asked about Monopoly was, what is the largest bill denomination? 50? 500. 500. Very good. Yeah. What color is it? Uh, is it orange? Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I remember because I think cream color was 100. Um, I was going to say pink, but I thought, no, they wouldn't. No, the $5 pink. ones are yeah. the pinks. Okay. <laughs> um, so we got a couple of uh, emails here. Uh, Mark, uh, this one's probably right up your alley. It says, why is it so hard for me to find individual notes? My broker is no help. So the question is about how to buy individual trustee secured notes or individual mortgage notes also known as trustee investing if you've ever heard that term and wasn't sure what it meant it meant that that person invested in promissory notes or notes secured by deeds of trust also referred to as a trustee and when i first started in this business in 2008 the only product that i offered to investors was a trustee basically a trustee secured note on property in California. And as Pacific Private Money grew in size, and we got more investors and more loan volume, we decided to launch a fund, a mortgage pool fund in 2013, because it got to the point where there were so many investors fighting over the same, uh, you know, smallish pool of loans. I was at, at that time, maybe originating maybe 10, uh, 10 units a month, 10 loans per month. And, you know, I, I had, it had been on my radar to do a fund, and I knew that it was the, the most efficient way for a company to actually uh, conduct business and make loans to the public. Um, but a, a number of my investors, you know, they're not fans of mortgage pool funds. And if you're an experienced trustee invest, investor, uh, you may not be either. Uh, you like the idea of being in control. You like the IB idea of being actively involved in choosing the note that your money gets invested in. Here's the challenge. Um, you know, we're 10 years into you know, paltry savings rates 
You don't get any money from the bank. CDs are, are ridiculously low. Uh, mutual, uh, not mutual funds, money market funds uh, pay low interest. So more and more capital has been entering the space of note investing. And so now today, 2017, you know, we're actually seeing maybe even fewer um, note investing opportunities than you may have seen two or three or four or five years ago. Uh, a couple of reasons for that. One is that there's, you know, more lenders entering the space that are already well capitalized and are not selling their notes. And number two is the, the fix and flippers, um, that volume of loans has actually gone down while, um, loans to individuals, to, to, um, to homeowners have gone up. So, you know, make a long story short, which is hard for me to do, (laughs) (laughs) is that there's just a lot more competition for, um, private trust deeds today than there was. And we see that here at Pacific private money because we get calls every week from people going, you guys still in business? What's going on? I don't see any products from you guys Mm -hmm. anymore. And we say, well, you know, Loans first go to our fund uh, before they go uh, to our individual investors. And we've had a lot more individual investors sign up for our note investing program. So now, you know, there's a, you know, there's a fire drill every time we, we get one. We get people clamoring over them and fighting over them. So it's just, it's, you know, there's, there's two ways to invest in, in you know, mortgage-secured notes. One is directly by investing directly in the note. The second one is through a mortgage pool fund. There's... Um, uh, it's, you know, we've taken whole episodes of the best of investing radio show in the past to compare and contrast the difference between, uh, note investing versus fund investing. So I won't get into that now, but the answer to the question, why am I not seeing a number of notes is because nobody is seeing uh, a lot of note investment, individual note investment opportunities today. It's a declining market, uh, companies like, Hours who are becoming better capitalized through mortgage pool funds and other sources of capital are able to close these loans without having to offer them up to to individuals. So, and then uh, I'm going to answer. I'm going to finish this question with uh, one uh, announcement. It's not quite open for business yet, but we're about a couple of weeks away from launching a website portal, Private Money Loans plural dot com. Private Money Loans. Dot com will be an area for people to uh, will be a vehicle for purchasing individual notes. We are actually going to start selling notes from our fund to help us uh, create some liquidity for for future deals, and we're going to be selling those on privatemoneyloans.com. So stay tuned for further announcements or go check it out because the beta site is up and running. Very good. And again, if people want to get hold of you, PacificPrivateMoney.com or four one five. Eight eight three two one five zero. Call us anytime for more information. Okay, and Nam, we have a question here, kind of dovetails to that. Is okay if I invest in your fund, will my investment go to work right away, or is there a waiting period? Yeah, great question. Uh, we get that all the time. So essentially, um, <clears throat> answer is it does. Uh, your when you first invest with us, you're investing into our subscription account, which is a holding account. It's uh, not interest bearing, and uh, we. We'll deploy those funds into our operating account when we have the need. Typically, though, that's a two- to six-week time period, depending on the time of year. And uh, what triggers that uh, deployment are new loans coming in or payoffs or uh, redemptions. So whenever we need the funds, we will pull them out of the subscription account. So it's first-come, 1st serve basis. So as new subscriptions come in, those are the first um, 
you know, the oldest ones in the subscription account are the first to be deployed into the operating system. And then if you have a loan payoff, does my mo- money get deactivated? No, not at all. Once your funds are in the operating account, they're in the account. Um, but your question about, uh, you know, when a loan pays off, that uh, fund, those funds become available, and we have to deploy those first before we... Uh, you, have to rede- you mean you have to redeem... You redeem anybody who wants to yes. redeem, okay, yeah. and then and then deploy it back into another loan. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, what's the minimum investment? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Okay. Is there any load going in or out? Nope. There's a one year lockup period, so okay. twelve months. It's actually the lowest uh, we can go by regulation. Okay. Um, and uh, beyond that, if somebody uh, has their money in for over twelve months, over a year, then they just call us up when they want a redemption. And again, it takes uh, a few weeks. So you have had some redemption. Some, but a pretty small number. Most of our investors are actually uh, adding to their investment. Well, if, uh, yeah, if I'm earning 8%, which I am because I'm an investor, I don't want to pull my funds out either. A surprising number of people have kept their accounts open with us with little to no redemptions over the last four years. And, and I, I would have thought the, act, the redemption activity might have been a little bit more. And that just goes to show you that, you know, as far as our investors go, they're not finding better places to park their money for a conservative security. See, that's, that's the thing because uh, even though, you know, everyone's watching the stock market go up, the interesting thing is you haven't had that many redemptions. People aren't saying, gosh, I wish I would have invested in the stock market at a higher rate. They like the um, conservativeness and the, the, the fact that the principle doesn't fluctuate. And, and I, you know, truth be told, I think if you asked a few people, hey, do you wish you had put your money in the market well, sure. two years ago, yeah. they'd go, yeah, yeah I missed sure. that run up. But, you know, it'd be it's I think it's pretty tough to pull your money out of a well-secured 8 percent yield uh, that doesn't uh, look like it's going to. There's no reason to believe it's going to fluctuate yeah. going forward based on demand and based on our understanding of the real estate market. But the stocks, you know, stock market, all bets are off. I mean, who knows yeah. when we're going to have a correction that everyone keeps Predicting, Yeah, and I've heard from a couple of uh, investors um, who have cornered me, so to speak, and they, they said, uh, you know, they said, this is their favorite investment because they just like that every single month yeah. the check comes Very in like steady. clockwork. And they yeah. love my newsletter. I write a yeah. monthly newsletter to my investors every single month. I Not only do I give all of the... Uh, the uh, performance numbers for the fund, but I usually include uh, some stories, uh, some information about what we're seeing, what we're hearing, what I'm reading, and what I'm listening to on podcasts as I watch the market closely as we keep our ear to the uh, ground and reading the tea leaves for uh, for you know any upcoming changes well, it, in the it, economy. It's a fairly simple investment. Basically, investors are the bank. Yeah, That's right. all you're doing is making yep. loans. All right. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back with some closing comments. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. So, Nam, do you have any events coming up where people can learn more information? Yeah, well, uh, we have an event coming up. This one is a webinar. So anyone anywhere can participate. It's on November 1st from uh, 5 to 6 p.m. To uh, register for it, uh, give us a call, 415-883-2150, or uh, you can go to www.pacificprivatemoney.com and register there. Okay, so they'll learn about investing in the fund? Yep, yep. And the last one we had was in Mountain View, and that was a live event. Um, good and great attendance. 
and a lot of interest. So this next one is to be able to reach a broader audience, those who aren't local or can't make the trek to our Novato office here. And during that webinar, we basically talk about, you know, how a mortgage pool fund works, why anybody would, you know, borrow from us at the rates we charge, which are around 9% uh, for our short-term loans. And so you can, and, and just, you know, what is, how a mortgage pool fund works, uh, what, what's its structure, and uh, stories about the type of people we've helped out. Yeah, because that's the first question I would ask is, uh, you know, who's going to borrow it? I mean, like, what's your typical interest rate and points you charge? Well, just, just to finish what you were about to say is that, Every every week we get calls about the fund. They say, with bank rates so low, why would anybody borrow from you? Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, have you tried to get a bank loan lately? Do you realize how long it takes today to get a conventional loan? Do you realize how hard it is if you're self-employed to verify your income? I mean, all of these things take time. I mean, the average uh, conventional loan takes 42 days to close. And when you're competing with buyers in a competitive market, and the Bay Area is very competitive, uh, you don't have the luxury of time. And if you're self employed or if you've uh, uh, recently changed jobs or if you move money around uh, in your accounts and don't let it sit and do nothing because banks love what they call seasoning. All of these things impact your ability to get conventional financing. And so we're very popular for people who need a fast solution to purchase property. And then they just go to their, their, their mortgage broker and say, hey, can you get me a, con- a cheaper conventional long-term loan? And they say, yes, if I have in the next, you know, 45, 60 days, I can get you a great loan. And that's typically why people come to us. Now, Nam was mentioning about the webinar. What about any live events? So we're going to be at a private family office event in Sonoma uh, next week. So it's not open to the public. Uh, I can't wait to go to that one. Uh, Joe Montana has been invited to uh, to speak at that event. Well, he so. wants to hear you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's private. So, uh, yeah. So I've got a lot of uh, Joe memorabilia. Yeah. that I'd uh, Maybe I'll bring one along and say, hey, can you sign this again? <laughs> I didn't more current signature on this one. Uh, then we're going to the Opal family office event, OPAL. They're an organization that uh, produces a lot of real estate and investment uh, events. They have an event on October 25th, 26th, and 27th uh, in Napa. And uh, if you're interested in learning about investing, uh, Google that one, uh, Opal family office events. Uh, we'll be there. I'm on a panel on that event. So uh, I'm going to be talking about debt funds as an investment. I'll be on a panel with people promoting uh, equity and other alternative types of investments. And I'll be talking about uh, our experience and our outlook when it comes to uh, debt fund investing, which is what we do at Pacific Private Money. And so far, uh, both events are still on, even with the devastation of I, the fires. Yeah, just this past week, uh, the sponsor of, of both events, separate sponsors, sent us emails. Uh, they are working on Plan Bs, because uh, uh, that was something that was, was really unknown in the beginning of the week as to whether or not uh, the fires would continue to spread. But uh, mm-hmm. no, those those events are still still going forward. So look well, forward again, to seeing everyone. The, uh, our thoughts and prayers from the best of investing are out to those people who affected by Absolutely. the fires. All right, we're going to cut out uh, for the day. Here's our thoughts for the day. Ability is what you're capable of doing. Motivation determines what you do. And attitude determines how well you do it. That was said by Coach Lou Holtz, mm. football coach, right? Nice. And losers quit when they're tired. Winners quit when they've won, said <laughs> Unk Known. Unk Known. Nice. Known. <laughs> <laughs> All Losers right. Losers quit when they're uh, Give out your information one more time before we go. 
Sure. It's uh, real simple. PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. We're always adding content to the website, so go to the resources page. We've got videos. We've got uh, uh, radio show rebroadcasts. You can listen to past shows. Uh, There's all kinds of stuff. Downloadables. Uh, You bet. It's all great. It's all there. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.